everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and today is a 12-question version of the podcast with Matt DiBenedetto, who is going for the all-star fan vote this week, so I thought it would be a good week to have him on for another edition of the 12 Questions. Of course, if you're on social media, you're quite familiar with Matt with all his videos on Snapchat or Twitter. Uh, He's active on Reddit, obviously, where he's gotten a lot of his popularity and is just an all-around fan-friendly guy who happens to be a damn good race car driver, clearly seems to be raising the level of things over there at Go Fast Racing in the number 32 car. So I'm happy to have him on the 12 Questions podcast this week. Let's take a listen and see how he answered the questions. All right, everybody, I'm here with Matt Benedetto, And uh, Matt, the first question is, how often do you have dreams about racing? Oh, man. So I don't dream a lot, but when I do, I would honestly say that 50% of my dreams are about racing, So, oh, wow. which is a lot. <laughs> um, so I would say probably once every couple of weeks. Are, are you, it's just a dream where you're, like, driving in the car or, like, does something happen in them? Uh, uh, winning. My fir- oh. I've had a dream about my first cup win, like, multiple times. So, nice. so it's coming. It's coming one of these okay. uh, one of these uh, years or days or whatever, hopefully in the near future. Yeah, you're having visions. That's good. Uh, if you get into someone during a race, intentional or not, does it matter if you apologize? Um. I don't know if it's just a racing deal or you do get into somebody. I mean, I don't know if apology necessarily is, uh, if apology is necessary, but I mean, maybe out of respect, like at least confronting. If it was something that needed confronting, I mean, definitely communication is is key. Um, when you leave things like burning or unsaid, that can usually cause the, the worst outcomes. Okay. I what like is to be open book. Oh, that's good. That's good policy. Yeah. What is the biggest compliment someone could give you? Um, honestly, uh, when I get compliments from like all the time from guys like Dale Jr., Jeff Gordon, um, and a ton of other drivers in the garage, that's uh, you know it's neat getting it from from everybody, you know, owners, all that. But when the guys that you race against, when you feel like you earn their respect, and they give you compliments like wow that's amazing what you guys are are doing you know or how well you ran you know like richmond or whatever when i get those comments and compliments and um even kind of the unspoken respect i feel like i got from the uh, the drivers like harvick and denny um and then daryl waltrip jumping in and like actually sponsoring my car you know mm-hmm. it's amazing to have earned that respect from all the my peers that i race with so that's the biggest compliment i could ever get yeah that's got to be a pretty cool feeling so um, NASCAR comes to you and they're like, Matt, we are bringing a celebrity to the track. We'd love for you to host them, take them around, meet them, whatever. Um, who is a celebrity you'd be really excited about hosting? Oh, gosh. Um, this one may be, I want to make sure I answer this one right, but uh, I think John Cena would be a really cool guy yeah. to get to hang out with and... And uh, I feel like he would just be really fun. And I and I did the John Cena intro song at Bristol, um, and I'm just a big fan of him. I think he just seems like a good person. Yeah. Well, he'd be really, you know, he'd get you in a good mood. Yes. You know, energetic. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's what I like. Yeah. Uh, so, in an effort to show this is a health conscious sport, NASCAR offers the number one pit stall selection for an upcoming race to the first driver willing to go vegan for one month. Would you do it? Oh gosh. 
Uh, no. No, I actually would not. Okay. Because um, that is, I feel like, uh, is there's a difference in eating for health and eating for performance. And I've learned a lot, and I've really buckled down on that stuff this year. My fitness stuff and the health stuff and my eating, like, I mean, 10 times harder this year than ever. Wow. Um, so, and, uh, but I've learned there's a, there's a good balance between, you know, you need to eat your meat, you need to eat your chicken, you need to eat, you know, um, and you need some carbs, like, you know, for performance. Like, so I've learned all that stuff. I've, I've accidentally ate really clean before. <laughs> that sounds great, but like super, super clean. Uh, where you don't have near enough carbs, things like that, and no energy, and my performance was awful. So I've learned a lot about that. My crew chief, Randy Cox, actually has taught me a lot, so I've I've buckled down big time on my, like I do CrossFit every week, and I lift, and I've been like working out like crazy and eating really well and learning every day, so I can't sacrifice the performance. Wow, interesting. Okay, now it's time for the random race challenge. So I've picked a random race from your career. You have to tell me where you finished in this oh, race. I have terrible memory. This will be fun. Okay. <laughs> this is the 2016 Bank of America 500, which was the Charlotte Fall Race 2016. Oh, man. I don't even have a clue. Charlotte Fall Race 2016, so I was still with BK. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm going to guess 26th. Oh my gosh, 25th. Oh man, I was, got it. I thought it was an okay race. I vaguely remember it. You uh, uh, you started 24th. Uh, I don't really have any much information. I don't remember races at all. I was just looking this up on Racing Reference. You were the only one on your lap. I okay. That helps you I, I, I do remember our qualifying effort was good there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we qualified in second round and we had some good speed. Didn't have as much speed in the race, but Charlotte's up or down for me. I've had some some really fast cars and some really bad luck there so i didn't know which one that was that's pretty good for not having good memory to almost get that yeah that's close okay matt who is the best rapper alive oh um this one's hard i'm not i don't listen to a lot of rap um but man my mind is well does dmx count as a rapper yeah, he's a rapper. <laughs> yeah, that's old school. Yeah, DMX. Okay. One of my favorites. All right. I like his stuff. Uh, who has the most punchable face in NASCAR? Oh, I've gotten this question once before. Um, I don't really... I, I'm going to say... My, my answer may be kind of vague, but I'm going to say every single one of them that I'm angry at during a race. So it's it changes every week. So whoever I'm mad at at the current time, I'm a very uh, high-tempered kind of person. So um, it changes week to week. But uh, some of the people I race around, yeah, I've I've, I've said on the radio many times, I'm going to get out and punch that guy in the face. So, and it's been multiple people. So I can't single out one person. At and time. then it's a letdown because then, like, I would run to your car if I think it's going to happen <laughs> with my phone ready for the next fight. And then, yeah. no. Nope. You, you are the master at that. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I, I get, I have a little bit of a, uh, a temper 
Um, when thing, I'm either very, very calm, which I am usually 90% of the race, but if somebody makes me mad, I'm, I'm just like, I'm going to rip that guy out of the car after the race and <laughs> just beat the crap out of him. Like, I get that angry, so I don't have a happy medium, unfortunately. Okay. Well, just follow through one time so that I can get it on the <laughs> yeah. video. And, you know. Hope I don't have to, but, okay. but if I get mad enough or you see any, like, big scuffle at the end of a race or something, definitely come to my car afterwards. I'm a okay. very, uh, no matter what happens, I like to, uh, I like to confront outside the race car in person after a race i've done that many times where and you catch people off guard it's i'm like okay we're gonna do you're gonna hit run if you someone runs into my race car after a race or something like that that's it they're i'm going right to their face <laughs> after and if they make me mad then things about things are about to go down <laughs> okay i like that i like that so nascar enlists three famous americans to be involved with your race team just for one race as part of a big publicity push they're doing they're going to bring taylor swift LeBron James and Tom Hanks to the race and one's going to be your crew chief one's going to be your spotter and the other's going to be your motorhome driver what do you assign who do you assign to which role between Taylor Swift LeBron and Tom Hanks um well Tom Hanks is going to be my motorhome driver because he's got great survival skills so you know he he'll I'll be well prepared uh in the in the coach okay um and then uh Taylor Swift would be my spotter because I would just want to hear her voice as much as humanly possible. Okay. And then LeBron would be calling the shots on the box. Okay. Yeah, he's like a good leader, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. What is the key to finding the best pre-race bathroom? Um, so we usually scope that out beforehand, but uh, – Usually when like we're riding around on the truck, you, you know, you're up a little higher and you're on the track, so you have a good vantage point. So you can get in there and look, see where your car is parked, and then try and have a bird's eye view of like, all right, where's the nearest like porta potty or bathroom or whatever. And um, and the, some of the fans, I don't want to, I, I should, I don't know if I should give this tip away, but the really smart fans hang out near the bathrooms, near the the cars. Um, before the race and they get the most autographs of anybody and so it's like drivers quiet. actually sign there like on the way to the bathroom and yeah, stuff Yeah, kind of i mean you know there's usually sometimes there's a line uh-huh. like we're all kind of waiting in a line oh, so, so we have nothing well to do, do. <laughs> so yeah so a fan can come up before we walk in there and, okay. and it's not very many people so it's not like you're fighting a crowd so that's uh I'm, I'm giving them some pretty good tips okay i'm sure they'll appreciate that so nascar decides it misses the highlight reel value brought by carl edwards backflips and they want a replacement how much money would they have to pay you to backflip off your car after your next win? Oh my gosh! If uh, when I win a race, I'll just be going insane, anyways. Um, they'd they'd have to pay me probably like there'd probably have to be like twenty grand on the line because I'd have to practice like starting you know Monday okay. every day. For like until the day leading up to uh, to when I win my race because I can't really do a backflip. So okay. I, if I you know practice makes pro, I can do it where there's a will, there's a way. But for you know for twenty grand, I'd I'd make it happen. But it, I'd have to make sure that I was really good at it first before I did it because that that's pretty dangerous. I was always on edge and scared every time you'd win a race. I'm like, oh, I'd be dreading the backflip. I'm like, here it is. Like, please don't hurt yourself, Carl. <laughs> That's true. I was kind of like, oh, God, we're going to have to write a story about race winner gets hurt, you know. <laughs> I might have to up that number, actually, because there's a, still a good chance I'd get hurt. So, yeah, I don't know, maybe up it to like 50. Um, so each week I ask a driver to give me a question for the next interview. The last interview was with Brad Kozlowski, 
and he knew it was going to be with you. So his question for you was, um, how exactly did you become the darling of Reddit? How did that whole thing evolve? He, he was curious. Um, that's a good question. So the Reddit community just jumped like on board behind, behind me and us because, uh, it was, I, I really genuinely just hung out in there and on there and they, uh, and as my career started to evolve and I started you know, become more successful and be in the Cup Series, um, they just thought it was cool that I was just in there and one of them just hanging out and commenting because there's just really fun content in there that I, I enjoy. So um, that was it. It naturally, super, like supernaturally and organically just built and, they, because, and the word just spread because they thought it was so cool that a Cup driver, I guess, was just chilling in there with them and commenting and having some fun with them. And, like, I mean, I've even hosted races on iRacing and gave them all the password and told them, hey, jump in, and it's like fills up in a minute. And so just, I don't know, just fun, normal stuff. Do you think that they can propel you to the fan vote this year? I, yeah, I do. Um, this year I feel pretty confident that we have a good shot at it. It's not going to be easy, but, um, you know, obviously I'd like for Chase to race his way in because Chase is always, you know, he's, he's a fan favorite. But um, but either way, we I think last year we – we may have even gotten more votes than Danica um, from what I heard. So I don't quote me on that, but uh, so, I mean, for us to have last year gotten that many votes and been that close. And if chase raced his way in, I think we would have been the fan vote. Um, so for us to have done that last year, and I think from last year to this year, my fan base has done nothing but grow since then. Um, I, I mean, I think we can, uh, I think we can make it happen and the Reddit community is a big part of that. Okay. Um, so unfortunately I don't know exactly who the next interview is going to be with. But do you have a question that I can ask another driver in general? Um, I think you had a question maybe similar to this. I was going to say, who do they think is like uh, one of the most uh, underrated drivers in NASCAR? What, but well, that was Larson, though. And he and said, he said you, me. So, so you actually, pass, I don't want to. You can pay it forward, though, to somebody else. Yeah, maybe. In, in theory. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I liked that question. I actually thought that was really interesting. I like hearing what drivers think of of other drivers um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go with that who do they think is like or or you know what who do they think is going to be the next like driver to be uh however we want to word this like the next upcoming driver that's going to be winning races in the cup series in the years to come so who's going to be like the next breakthrough guy that emerges on the scene yeah and starts winning yeah like when they whether they're in cup now or an xfinity or you know whatever it may be who do they think is going to be the you know next guy that's going to be like the you know a, a new kyle larson or something when they get up in that position to be winning races it could be heck it could be somebody like me it could be christopher bell it could be you know there's i'm trying to think all these there's lots of options like that yeah no that's a really good question actually cool well thank you so much for joining us all right thanks jeff all right, everybody, so there you have it. Good stuff there from Matt Benedetto. We'll see if he can get that all-star fan vote this week. I don't know. It's going to be tough. You've got guys like Bubba Wallace in there this year in the mix. It depends who races their way in, obviously, in the open race, but we'll see. We'll see. He should have a good shot. You should have a good shot as well as finding whatever you want online if you do your shopping at Amazon.com, and that's why I'm hoping you'll start your Amazon shopping with the link jeffgluck.com slash Amazon. If you do that, it takes you to the Amazon homepage. And if you make a purchase there, then my website gets a commission and helps the podcast website keep going. So I appreciate that. 
The next upcoming podcast is going to be with a NASCAR official. It's a How I Got Here version, and it's with Ricky Kyle, who has been with NASCAR for 20 years as an official. Had never met him until the other day, but um, I asked NASCAR who would be a really good story for one of your officials for the How I Got Here series, and that was who they came up with, and I think he delivered. So interesting stuff. I'll be excited to put that one out on Thursday. And then Saturday night is the NASCAR All-Star Race. Not sure exactly what I'm going to do for that podcast-wise. I know that there is some potential of weather. I won't be at the race, be home in Portland, Oregon, watching Indy 500 qualifying as well as the All-Star Race. So I'm sure we'll come up with another podcast, maybe another um, fan questions edition. A lot of you responded well to that one recently after Talladega, so I might try that again. Either way, though, I appreciate you very much for listening. As always, appreciate all the support that you guys give me and all the feedback really makes this gratifying. So thanks for that. Talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.